Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a wonderful guest today. Pat Young is here. She has written so many books, you guys, but we're going to talk about living the fairy life today. And I'm very excited she's here. So sit back and relax. This is a really cool show that you're going to want to share with people because I've always wanted to know about the fairy realm. And I bet you guys have too. But before I bring her on, really quick, I just want to mention a couple of things uh, that are going on in humanity that I think were really important to bring up. Uh, and, and this is a recording, but I'm going to put this out this week. So I'm going to mention this. 28 people were killed in airstrikes and rocket attacks and unrest um, spread beyond Jerusalem. And I just want to mention this quickly that the Palestinians, including 10 children and two Israelis, have been killed as tensions in Jerusalem escalate into airstrikes in exchange of rocket fire between Israel and the Gaza Strip the last um, last night and uh, Monday. You guys, this is really um, a major thing. This is, hasn't happened in a long time where they're striking against each other. So I'm going to say um, prayers for these guys. You know, um, Palestinian, Palestinian Health Ministry earlier said that 26 people were killed, including nine children, and 122 people were wounded. So prayers to the people over there right now. The other thing I want to mention really quickly, which I thought was really interesting, and I saw this on the news yesterday, was that the pipeline, uh, there's, a, there's a pipeline that's been shut down um, and it's going to cause gas shortages, I think, on the East Coast. And they say this is from hackers. It says, while there seems to be a light at the end of the tunnel for the stricken colonial pipeline, as the company said Monday, that it expects the outrage to be resolved by the end of the week. Oil analysts say drivers in Southeast uh, from roughly Alabama to potentially as far north as the nation's capital could see brief disruption. So they're saying that they hacked into that. So that's pretty interesting stuff. Um, so we got to watch out for that kind of stuff. Now, you guys, guess who's here? Kat Young is here. And let me read her bio. I mean, she's an amazing person. She's been a producer, a writer, a director in the Hollywood television industry for over 25 years. Kat has also earned a PhD in natural health and a doctorate in naturopathy. Uh, naturopathy, I'm sorry, she completes 36 courses in nutrition uh, from Baylor University. Clients come to her for advice on health, nutrition, and spiritual well-being. She's used her third doctorate uh, degree in clinical hypnotherapy. She helps people manage weight control, smoking sensation, uh, sensations, behavior modifications, stress reduction, past life regressions. Oh my gosh. And she teaches workshops and classes in metaphysics, including crystal healing, essential oils, um, she also, um, just so you guys know, she's the author of 24 books, and today we're going to talk about the fairy life. Welcome to High Road to Humanity. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. You've had some amazing people on, and so now I'm really um, happy to be among them. Thank you, Nancy. Well, you're an amazing person, and I love having people like you on. I mean, I'm just honored. I mean, I just want to ask you, and I did read a lot of the stories, I mean, I have to tell you, I was just captivated by this book. Tell the audience how you became a believer in the fairy realm. 
I guess is the big question here. Well, uh, the interesting thing is that um, I'll just give you a, a, a tiny introduction here. Okay. Um, I had pitched another book to Brenda Knight at Mango Publishing, and mm-hmm. she said, "Oh, I like it, but what I really need is a book on fairies. Could you write a book on fairies for me? And coming from Hollywood, you know, we just always say, oh, sure, I can ride <laughs> I can a horse. Sure. sure, I could jump out of a plane. Yeah, I can do that. So I said, yeah, I can write about fairies. And then um, it was a book that wrote itself. I mean, I must have been picked by the fairies to be their uh, mouthpiece or their, you know, uh, finger piece. Uh, because the stories just flowed. And as I sat down to write this book, usually, Nancy, I do a lot of research and I really learn the subject and mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to question the, uh, right. the, the truthfulness of, yeah. of what I talk about, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but I didn't research the fairies very much. I started to tell my stories and right. I realized that I had a lot of them. And I realized, you know, when you think back 20, 30 years about what happened and, oh yeah. And then, oh yes, then there was that. So it really all came out. And I really think, I mean, I was just the typist for the fairies. They wanted this book to come out. They wanted this information to come out and they wanted people to be able to connect um, with my stories as, as their own. So that's how the book uh, came about. And that's how the stories happened. So when I was living in Cambria, just up the coast here, where I lived mm-hmm. on a, a two acre uh, piece of land that had all these 80 foot Cambria pines and lots of oak trees. And this, there were squirrels and deer and turkey and a yeah. bobcat and a fox. I mean, they were all running around. So this one particular squirrel uh, came up on the, the porch on the back balcony many times and they were up there they were roaming around but this one peeked in and looked at us and so of course like oh what do you need can I make you a pie what do you need yeah so I gave her some mixed nuts and this squirrel uh, picked out all the ones that she wanted and left the others. Mm-hmm. So that made us laugh. And yeah. so then I went immediately to the store and bought the kind of nuts that she liked, which happened to be peanuts. And I brought those back. And then this squirrel um, was part of the family. She was up to greet us in the morning she said good night every night. She was okay. always around. I even had parties. I even had get-togethers. And Helen was there. We named her Helen Keller Squirrel because she was blind in one eye and going I blind. That. I thought that was awesome. So we named her Helen and Helen Keller, and she would kind of sometimes have to find her way up the back stairs a little bit, but we made things easy for her. We, we, of course, we made her a little ramp and, you know, all those things. 
<laughs> but she was there and she was always and she'd follow me around the house. The house had a, had a deck sort of all the way around it. Yeah. And uh, so I would walk from the kitchen to the back room and Helen would do, 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 do. And one day she got in the house. One day she got into the sunroom and, and I was like, ah, what do we do? And then I thought, no, just relax. Yeah. Helen, yeah. Helen yeah. will go when it's time. So she sniffed around and hung around and, uh, you know, I, of course, wanted to pick her up and hold her and do all that stuff, mm -hmm. but I didn't because she's a wild animal. So right. um, anyway, she, uh, and, you know, and you want to like make them beds and buy them furniture and make them a house. You yeah, know? I know, I know. I've been there. I'll tell you about mine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Helen was with us for many years. I even had a How many like years. How many uh, years she was there about three and a half years. Okay. And I even had a uh, anniversary party for a friend of mine. It was her 25th. Yeah. And the, they came over and Helen was there. And, you know, we just gave her a little tiny piece of cake because, and they couldn't believe it. They said, that's like a tame squirrel. I said, well, she's wild. She's outside, but uh, she's part of the family. So of course we gave her a little cake and they said, mm -hmm. can she have champagne? I said, no, no, no champagne yeah. for the squirrel. <laughs> and then one day she just came, she was starting to get slower and slower. And one day she just came and we know that she was just saying goodbye. She mm. hung around past sunset and then we never saw her again so you know broke our hearts right yeah you know it's um it's interesting you know these wild animals are attracted to certain people and i think if you're calm and you're centered they pick that up and they know don't you i i agree you know and, and the reason yeah. that i knew she was a fairy is because she would make things happen. Like what? I, I totally believe that Helen. Like what did she her, do? Well, I, Helen had her paw in having me write this book. I mean, she absolutely did because um, writing the, the, you know, a fairy book was the last book on my agenda. It hadn't occurred right. to me. Right. So she really spoke through Brenda. And I think that she would make a lot of things happen. We had, um, Somebody left an ember on the back porch and I woke up one morning to lots and lots of smoke. And I thought oh. hmm, that that feels a little too close. And Helen was out there watching the ember. If you can believe it, there was, somebody left this ember and it had, you know, that it started oh. to burn the house. And she was um, keeping an eye. She was. Yeah. And I think it was her knock at the back window that got me up earlier that day mm -hmm. uh, to, to find it and see it and put it out. Um, but there were just lots of little things that happened and we attribute it to Helen. Yeah. You know, as, as I read your book, there were things that helped me because I, uh, I'm always in the garden and I'm just a gardener, you know, I, I, I buy all these flowers and I'm planting it like a crazy person. But when I read your book and I had just put a metal pot of flowers in my little garden, and then I read your book and you said, don't do that. They don't like metal. And I was like, oh, and I would never have known that. So I pulled it out and I, I literally got out when I was reading your book and I pulled that out of there. Because I believe when you're in touch with nature, I mean, these guys are all around. You may not see them, but they're there. That's how I feel. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The, I mean, fairies are everywhere. And yeah. I think that, you know, they're not Tinkerbell. That's Walt Disney's idea of what yeah, a fairy is. What do they is. look like? I wanted to ask you that. Let's talk about that. Well, 
first of all, fairies are supernatural beings who are right. connected to the planet, to nature, to the cosmos, to the stars, um, and to the underworlds. That's what they are. And they, uh, they can transform their shape. They they can live to be eight nine hundred years old. No, they know. are handed down. But the thing about fairies is they're they're extremely old fashioned. And here's where humans get into trouble. Okay, well hold on. We're gonna go to commercial break, and when we come back, I want you to tell because this is the really important part, you guys. So this is Nancy Hero. I'm here today with Kat Young. This is her book, you guys. You got to pick this up. Living the Fairy Life. It's very interesting. Okay. This is Nancy Hero. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Kat Young. Kat, yeah, tell us, and I understand, tell us about the fairies, because you have in your book, I mean, they're old-fashioned. And, and I want to understand this. They have rules and they're very, um, it's like their history. They're, they're kind of old fashioned and you have to, you have to be careful about what you say. Like you can't say, thank you. Tell the audience all about this. <laughs> well, we'd be here for two days if I said, told them all about it. It was ridiculous. I was see, like, whoa. Where humans make mistakes is that they think the fairies are going to act like us and behave like us. So right. 
here's what happens. We get into trouble. We make some mistakes. It was real easy to blame the fairies back in the day. Okay. If, if somebody had too much to drink and didn't come home and he wanted to explain to the missus in the morning, oh, well, the fairies that took me. This and is like Ireland, just, Scotland. People like there did this, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and I mean, we're talking centuries ago. Right, right, it was right. a good idea. It was, it was excellent to blame the fairies because everybody right. believed in them. Right. So where humans make the mistake is that they forget that fairies are very different right. and they're very mannered and they, they eat differently. They drink differently and they have different rules of etiquette and different rules of living. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you ever, uh, tease a fairy or make fun of a fairy, they will shut you down. Now, fairies are neutral energy. I, I want everybody to understand this. They are neutral energy. They are neither good nor bad. They love to laugh. They love to play. They love all the joys. But of they life. have magical powers. They do have magical powers. Yes. Yes. The magical powers exist in what they are able to do in their realm that also affects ours. And they know how to do mind over matter. So they know how to work these miracles and things, but they keep themselves very pure. They keep themselves honest and happy, and they don't like to be lied to. They don't Mm -hmm. like to be messed with. Mm -hmm. And and you have to talk to them in a a very special way. And that's why I took the time in my book to really list the rules Mm -hmm. so that if you want to have fairies in your life, I also tell you how to attract them, how to bring them in, how to take care of them, and how to nurture a relationship, and how to connect with them. Because if you want to connect with a fairy that is an air spirit that's very different than connecting with a fairy that is below the ground for yeah. example and, and I want to talk about that you said that um because there's three different realms but before I do I wrote something down let me read this real quick I wrote a few cup your book is really cool you guys listen to this she says fairies become one with the purest energy just like you're talking about in spirit of creation and now travel through the gates between the material world bringing ancient knowledge with them so they have all this knowledge and they can share it with us if we communicate with them. Is that what you're saying pretty much, Kat? Yes, I am. Yes, okay. I am. And okay. they, um, they will respond to our overtures for a connection, but okay. they, they're going to connect with us when they feel safe, when they feel like they will be appreciated and valued. And then they will connect with this. I mean, it is one of, being with fairies is one of the highest lessons of the the way we should be living life with each other anyway. But to be respectful and to be appreciative and inclusive, that's what they're all about. Now, if, if you chop down a tree in front of them, it will break their heart. It will okay. break their heart because they are so connected to nature. Okay. If you if you have to get rid of a tree or if it is diseased or if there's something like that, talk to the fairies, 
get them involved. Uh, there is a farmer in Ireland that I love with all my heart. His name is Pat Noon, N-O-O-N-E. And you can look him up. He has a fairy tree. He runs his whole farm according to what's right and, and what's not right for fairies. Mm -hmm. And it's and he's this big, burly Irish guy. And it's like, if you ever doubted that fairies uh, existed in this world, tune in to what Pat Noon has to say. He's a amazing so getting back to yeah the different levels the different levels you were talking about the lower level the middle level talk about the three levels so that people understand okay there are these supernatural beings as we talked about uh, connected to nature and earth and the cosmos and the under and the underworld now the underworld is not negative it just means things underground so there are spirits that love to be in the air. They are air spirits and, and they, they uh, exist more on the cosmic realms. They pay attention to that. That's what really kind of infuses them with their energy. There are the earth spirits, the ones that we will probably meet in our garden. And then there are the ones that dwell underground. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of the, some people may refer to the Tua Te Te Danan, uh, who are the shining ones that live underground. So mm -hmm. there are those, and there are the spirits that are around us. And we, they function independent of us. They function and they are, you know, okay, there are the humans and we are the fairies. And if we want to cross that, a bridge with them and if we want to invite them in we have to play by their rules because that's all they know mm -hmm. all they know is graciousness and loveliness and and they're a little quirky there's some quirky rules but they're very fun to get to know right. um you know when i got to know them and how to do deal with this it was back in the 80s when i had what i thought was a poltergeist i know house. tell the story this is awesome Okay, so I some very bizarre things happened to me, uh, and uh, popcorn started popping on the stove one night. And I lived in Hollywood, and so I immediately hit the ground like you do in the movies. Oh my God, it must be machine gun fire! <laughs> Wasn't it? Was popcorn? And I smelled this. What the heck? So it was one of those Jiffy Pop things on the stove. I didn't put it there. I did not start this. Then I had a pair of earrings that were missing, and they I were know. expensive earrings. Yeah. And I found them in a very obscure place. I would have one of my shoes missing. And, and they were my work shoes. I was a stage manager at the time. And you're always on concrete floors. So I needed. Well, go really back to the earrings. I just want to say this. Those You had diamond earrings. And you found them in a pack of toilet paper that had been unopened inside the roll. Correct. That's pretty crazy. I mean, literally. And so, Nancy, I didn't talk about this for a lot yeah. of years. But when I thought that I had a poltergeist, yeah. I called the parapsychology department of the University of Irvine, okay. University of California at Irvine, and I got them involved. And finally, after mm -hmm. a few incidents, and they paid me a visit, and they brought mm -hmm. their neat, 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 neat little yeah. guy counter things, right? Did they pick up any with their big... The, no, I mean, not, they didn't pick up what they would consider to be a poltergeist. So okay. they said to me, they're probably fairies. And I went, so they knew, they knew, they knew, they knew that there were some supernatural mm -hmm. beings. They didn't feel that they were poltergeists. Okay. So, um, 
And it was really weird because it, they had moved with me from one apartment to the other about 10 blocks away and, and poltergeists don't do that. So then when we figured out, ah, it's the fairies, that was really uh, kind of a, an opening thing. And so I had a meeting with them. The first right. time I connected to the fairies, I, had, I called a meeting. I called them all around my table and I said, look, here's what you have to do. I have business, I have work, I have things, you cannot mess with that. We can play with other things, I don't mind, but do not mess with my business or my work, okay? And from that point on, they didn't. They would play little teeny jokes on me and little teeny things and right. they would be upended. I could deal with that. I couldn't well, I want to ask you something. I, I'm curious about this. So I read the story and these were two apple heads that you go, and I, I need to understand this. So I want the audience to understand. So your friend went to a fair, county fair, whatever, and she bought these two uh, little fig figures, one, the grandma and grandpa, is that what it was? And they were apples, carved out of apples. And so the fairies took on that persona is what happened. Their they put their energy into those little miniature, whatever they were, apple people. Is that what happened? That's what we think happened because okay. that was the only consistent thing right. that, you know, I mean, the things moved with me, of course, but right. those little things sat by me and where I worked at the dining room table. So we figured that the fairies thought they were cute because they were, you know, they were little, yeah. they were apple shrunken apple heads painted up and then dressed up like an old man and woman. They were very cute. And they sat on a little, uh, rocker made out of popsicle sticks so th that was uh there that's the only thing that we thought that perhaps they had inhabited or taken over because it's made of natural materials it's made of wood oh and that makes sense made of fruit so we figured that's what happened and then um but then when i started my relationship with the fairies and i started to plant flowers for them and i started to bring in rocks and i put out shiny things then they were around all the time and i you know i have fairies in in the backyard i have a fairy circle made by just 12 stones anybody can do it put out 12 stones and the fairies will say oh boy a place to dance um and that's really good there are fairy plants, there are fairy herbs, there are fairy crystals, there's fairy essential oils. There's all kinds of fairy things that you can go after and plant that will signal to the fairy world that you're interested in having a relationship and a connection with them. I think that's awesome. Hey, when we come back, I want to talk about the fairy doors because <laughs> I think that's really cool. Hey guys, I'm here today with Pat Young. Her book is called Living the Fairy Life, a guide to connecting with the magic power and joy of the enchanted realm. This is Nancy Yarrell. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? 
That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout, and I'm here today with Kat Young, and I'm so glad you're here today. I want to get a door. You know, after I read your book, I planted flowers. It was just Mother's Day, and I went and got a bunch of flowers, and I planted them. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get a door. So I want you to talk about the doorways and where you can get them and what they do. Please. Oh, yes. Um, It's very fun. I, uh, excuse me, I have a fairy door that I, I just got on Amazon and, and, you know, Walmart online also has fairy doors. Do they? Okay. Yeah. They're very inexpensive. And then I made a couple uh, as well. I had a little, piece of fencing and I, I made a couple, but uh, anyway, the, my big dramatic story is that we were in the fire uh, the Thomas fire in 2017, oh, yeah. where the flames completely destroyed all of my neighborhood. And I had uh, to get seven pets out in 11 minutes. So I left in my nightgown with just my phone and purse and seven pet carriers. Wow. And I didn't know for four days if I had a house. So, um, and watching all the news footage, they had actually put their cameras outside um, my house. uh, And I watched our neighbor's houses burn to the ground and it was pretty traumatic. So when I snuck back up into the fire zone, and I don't recommend that, um, I found that our house had been spared. We'd lost about 30% of the house and all of the orchard, but the flames stopped before it hit the ferry door. Okay. So I'm telling you, I don't know what this magic was, but the fairies prevented our house from being burnt down. I think because the, so you was know, charred. you know, CAC, you know, yeah, okay. I know. what. It was charred. Everything was charred and burnt and, you know, and, and part of the back um, of the house, but when they got to the ferry door, it stopped. So, I do believe that the fairies protected the house. Uh, you know, every house around us burnt to the ground. And um, I remember standing there looking through the smoke and I could see through the smoke, the little fairy door. And I just said, thank you. Thank you so much. That's crazy. And it was, you know, and because I had celebrated them and I had brought them mm-hmm. in. And so the, even before we had the side of the house scraped of all the, the charcoal, I had, I replanted the garden in the back. I planted fairy flowers because I wanted them to feel welcome. And I knew we were going to need more help. I mean, there were, you know, there, oh boy, 
Uh, you never want to be in a fire. So anyway, mm-hmm. it, it was interesting. And so I recommend everybody get a fairy door because it tells them, hey, this is how you can have an entrance to us. And right. we don't know how big they are. You asked about size earlier. They yeah. could be very small. They could, to get into small places and to live in nature, they can be very small. But uh, Neil Gaiman, the author of American Gods, has a, has a leprechaun on the, and he has fairies too, on the show. Mad Sweeney is six foot tall, redhead, very clumsy and kind of is the unluckiest guy in the world. And yet he can make gold out of his hands. So that's wonderful. And then Ifrit is a djinn that is an um, Arabian fairy. Mm-hmm. There are djinns and djinns. Yes. And, yeah. And so um, he has a djinn and a djinn on the show as well. So I love the fact that the, uh, that the other world beings are also represented on television shows. Right. Now, I think it's about time that we get serious and connect with the things we cannot see. Right. You know, I have to tell you something. I'm going to make a confession here. Uh, you know, when I was getting ready for the show, I really felt like intuitively, you know, I'm an intuitive. I don't know if you know that I have their cognizance and I really felt like they were excited because they wanted me to talk about them. Yeah. And I've never felt that before. I've always felt a connection. I was kind of new, you know, but I never, but I felt like they were excited that we were going to have the show today, that we were going to talk about them. I just want you to know that. Um, so for whatever reason, they're happy that we're getting it out. The other thing I want to mention, um, just for personal reasons, <laughs> for selfish reasons, I love the mermaids. And I, I've always had an attraction to mermaids. I have mermaid pictures. I have mermaid statues. I all through my house. I always have. What do you know about that realm? Or do you know anything about that realm? Well, sure, they're fairies, just like the selkies. Mermaids and uh, and selkies are fairies. They mm-hmm. are part of the the world, and they they go between. Or they um, they're part of the earth, I should say, but they go between the underworld and our earth because they can go into the depths. And they they know all the people. They know all the other fairies in the in the underworld in the in the lower realm. So when they come up to Earth, they have um, they're part human and they are part uh, fairy. fish fairy. Yeah. Yeah. A- yeah. And so, yes, they're absolutely fairies. They're magical creatures. And I do believe that they exist. I mean, there are stories of selkies in, in Scotland and Wales and even yeah. in Ireland yeah. uh, that people have seen for centuries. And, yeah. you know, people don't make that stuff up. No, not at all. Well, and I've been to the Highlands of Scotland, and I just want to tell you, once you've been to the Highlands and you stood there and you look, it looks like a fairyland. I mean, it looks magical. I mean, I mean that wholeheartedly. I've been in the Highlands, and you could just see where they would live because it's so beautiful. All the heather, everything, it's just beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. And the rocks and everything, I could imagine that that would be, yeah. 
Yeah, and Nancy, that's why I told a lot of the history I, in the front of the book. I wanted people to understand the history of fairies around the world, and especially right. the main myth that we in the West understand, the Celtic myths. Right. Because when you understand those, then you'll know why and how um, Ireland and Scotland and Wales and even Sweden and Norway have their own kinds of real respect to this day for, for the fairies. fairies. Yeah. Now you put in the Gaelic, you said, uh, it was interesting. You, you talked about the word fairy and you said in Latin, it means fate, but in the Gaelic, it meant a uh, man of the mound or man. So, so because they, they stayed in mounds in Scotland, is that right? Well, in Ireland, yes. In Ireland. Um, okay. I'm because, sorry. Because they had, uh, the Teotihuacan had fought three wars. The last mm -hmm. war they lost. And the king said to them, the, the victor said, okay, uh, what we're going to do is split the land in half. You're going to go underground, you shining ones, you Teotihuacan, and then the Malaysians are going to live above ground and they had come from Spain. So basically that's what, how the fairy land got created. And they thought, well, if we're gonna live man of the mounds, if we're gonna live under the earth, then we're gonna have to do something different. You know, that's where the gold is. That's where the gems are. That's where all the riches of the earth, the water, the oil, that's where all that is. So it's under fairy control. Interesting. Interesting. I really and like what that. I would do in the world, because you talked about it on the news, this is pipeline has been interrupted, supposedly hack, turn it over to the fairies, tell them to unhack it. And the fairies would do that. Just see what happens. Let the fairies do it. You think it's time we open communication with them? You really do. It is time, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? And what are we afraid of? Well, there's nothing to be afraid of. And I, there was something in here I wrote down about believing um, because no matter what, I guess the biggest thing is about the fairies is you have to believe. Believe in what you can't see, like faith. It's like having faith, faith in something you can't see. But there's been so much evidence that people need to start opening up and communicating. Now, I want to ask you a question. Why do I hear negative stories about fairies? And why do I hear that? Because I've always kind of been, I don't know, a little bit concerned that they aren't good. And why do I hear that so much? Well, that's human nature, isn't it? We always like to blame. If we don't want to be accountable for something we've done or okay. seen, then we put the blame on something else. You know, as kids growing up, oh, mom, Johnny did that. It wasn't me. It's just human nature. And so I think we have put the blame on the fairy world. And as you have this myth or this lie that just kind of snowballs with each generation, everybody says, oh, now I'm afraid of fairies. It's not fairies at all. It's human foibles. See, fairies are supernatural beings and they have neutral energy. It, they are what we make them. Right. I see. And if we're friendly to them, they'll be friendly back. And if we're cordial to them, it's just like if you're nice to somebody or if you're not nice to somebody, it's the same thing. Bingo. Exactly the same thing. Oh my gosh. Interesting. 
All right, you guys, we got to go to commercial break, but I'm here today with Kat Young. Her book is called Living the Fairy Life. When we come back, and we'll see if she'll tell some more stories. This is Nancy, you're out. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and this is High Road to Humanity, and we're talking about living the fairy life. How exciting it is to realize that all these wonderful creatures are out there and that we can connect with them if we choose to. I think that's really cool. Do you have a cool story? You have so many stories. Is there anything that you would like? Is there another story you'd like to share with us today? 
Well, I want to save some for the books, you know. Um, I everything, Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, love well, because, I love it. But people will enjoy it. And, and I think the stories, I mean, like I said, the fairies wrote this book. I sat I down at my I computer know. and got up four weeks later and I had a book. So it was it was magical that they wanted to write. I have fairy stories every day. And, and I want to make clear, you know, it's not like we don't give our power away to the fairies. It's not like we say, oh, here, fix that. What we do is make them partners in our life. We join hands with the fairy world. I mean, why wouldn't you want extra power uh, helping you through your life? Right. So I could say, hey, you guys, you know, really make my garden beautiful this year or, hey, protect my house or stuff like that is what you're saying. Yes, yes. You know, okay. and you do it in a way like I would so much appreciate it if you could help me by by wrapping a protective uh, aura around my house. I, I'd like this to be protected against uh, any evil that may come my way. Right. And that's how you do it. You ask them to help you and then you want to give something in return. You know, people say, yeah, oh, talk about that. What do we put in the garden? And, you know, like, to, what do I take out? If you want to tell people like how we can um, not just the door, but we can bring them like little goodies and things, right? You see, yes, like jam and we can, when they, they like, you know, they, uh, I'm kind of against leaving them too many sugary things. Make sure that it's natural. Okay. So if you want to leave them something, leave them a little thimble of honey. Leave them uh, things that are natural that they like. Um, people say they like milk. I leave them almond milk or I leave them a little thimble okay. of oat milk. Make sure that it's natural. They don't want they don't they don't want harm to come to anybody or anything. That's their nature. You know, they they want to support and help. So give them things that are natural. Give them things. Put put some berries out there, some apple slices, some peach slices, things like that. No cookies, no fig newtons, uh, you know, nothing like that. <laughs> Just only natural good things that you want them to have and and make them a little plate, get them something special. You know, I go down to the thrift stores and find little glass dishes and put it out there. And I have little uh, some little furniture for them. It's not ornate, uh, but one thing you can do in your neighborhood is if you have a tree in the front of your yard, or if you have trees around, create a fairy garden, create fairy stuff and little kids walking by because they don't have any um, negative thoughts about fairies. Ooh, they'll get excited and people will start contributing around the bottom of the tree to what you have to celebrate the fairies. And it's fun. People That's bring cool. sprinkles and sparkles and, you know, anything that is fun. And then you can play music out there. Uh, I have so many of my friends now with, with trees that are filled with joy and delight and kids come by and leave wow. flowers and notes. And, and sometimes they even answer the notes. I mean, it is just great. It's a little revolution that's happening. And I'm so excited because it helps us. It helps us find the joy in life yeah. and the good things. Yeah. If we find the joy. Now, what's been your most aha thing? Like you put something out or or a note or some food or, or what's been your most amazing thing? Like they took this or they wrote you a note back or have they done anything like that? Have they 
interacted with you in a way that has really just surprised you? Well, uh, yes. I mean, we have, uh, I asked them for help with the squirrels. We had a lot of squirrels coming in and devouring everything that we would plant in the, in, in the orchard above the house. So they would eat all the apples. So I asked them to help me uh, control the squirrel population. And we started to give them carrots and we started to do other things and they just devoured all the succulents. So I said to the fairies, I said, Hey, I need some help. And what they did is that they brought me in touch with a trapper who traps the squirrels and then relocates them. And this is a, a bonafide guy. It's not somebody yeah. who takes them and kills them, but right. he relocates them and makes sure that they have some food so that they aren't here. And I have learned the ways of uh, being compatible with the squirrels without them having to destroy my uh, everything that we grow here. So it's beautiful. And I have asked the fairies to protect a lot of those things naturally. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. And there's certain flowers that you plant that they like. And you wrote that in the book, you guys, that's in there too. And I thought that was really interesting that there are certain flowers. Yeah, there's certain flowers, there's certain trees, there's certain herbs, certain things that they really like. For example, if you uh, plant a foxglove, okay. um, it's all, you have to be careful of that because it has digitalis in it. And if you eat one or take too many, it's a heart stimulant and it can kill you. But okay. the fairies love it because they turn the little foxglove blossoms upside down and they fill it with their nectar and you, they drink it. Now, what yeah, you they look like it, cups because foxglove look like little cups, little yeah. teacups. They turn oh, it wow. into little cups. Yeah. But you'd never want to take anything from a fairy because they are very ancient. Their, their physical makeup, when they manifest themselves, very different than ours. And they can ingest poisons and toxins and we cannot. So never eat a fairy gift. Of and food. never say thank you. Never say thank you because then you're indebted to them. What you want to have is an even and reciprocal um, relationship. So you would compliment them. Oh, this is beautiful. And I am thrilled to have this in my life. Don't say thank you. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about that, how difficult that would be. Not, you know, you really have to be mindful of your words. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if we want to learn French, we have to learn all the rules of the language. So there aren't that many rules in, in speaking with fairies, but there are some. And, it, you know, that's why I put it in the book. So you can learn those rules. Mm -hmm. and, um, it, it, and it's very fun. You know, it's not like hard and fast. They are forgiving. But for example, they don't like music that is like heavy metal and, and you know, very offensive to their ears. Yeah. They like softer music and melodic music and okay. they like to sing their tunes, but they like you to sing your tunes. They don't want you to sing their music. That's theirs oh. for you. And you sing your music to them, but you know, they aren't interested in you becoming part of their choir. Interesting. Interesting. So they can commingle with us, but there is that separation. It's interesting. Yeah. And, and that comes from years and years and generations and generations. And it's fun. You know, it's fun. Oh boy, something new to learn. That's great. You know, right. if we want to learn how to cook a certain type of food, we'll learn the spices and the rules for that culture. Uh, same thing with them. We're just learning how to, uh, to live in their kitchen. So right. it's, it, 
my life is very full because I know that the fairies are around. I have partners in my life and, you know, my dramatic uh, affirmation that fairies exist is when they, they stop the fire burning down my house right. and every other house around me burnt to the ground. So, uh, you know, uh, I you don't knew. need any further proof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so they've really changed your life. They have, they have added to my life and they, you know, and we are partners uh, with a lot of different things in, in, in life. You know, I also, um, well, we can never get enough help. Can we, Uh, I, I guess I don't have many fears anymore because I've got fairies and I know that they're going to help me through the toughest. Well, they already have helped me through some pretty dramatic moments, but I know that they're going to be there for me. It's like a friend in the, in the other world. And it's just great to feel magical. um, It's mm -hmm. magical. So if you want help, you can ask the fairies and they will help you. Yeah. They haven't turned me down so far. That's you know, and, but then I always ask them things that are positive and, uh, and helpful and, and to unravel situations that are, you know, helpful. Like, like if I'm writing and I'm stuck, um, you know, see, I have a writing crystal and right. this guy, you know, is like full of occlusions and it's kind of like what my mind is if I'm stuck on a concept. Right. So I'll pull out my crystal and I'll say, you know, Hey, let's, let's, make a clear path through whatever it is I'm trying to do. And the crystal will help me. And, and I'm sure that the fairies love that too. Um, so yeah, I'm helped. Yeah, you are. So before we get out of here today, how do people contact you? And is there another fairy book in the works? <laughs> well, you know, I found that I have many more stories. I, I have a lot of things that are occurring. So perhaps there's another fairy book. Perhaps there is. I've just finished a book on magical trees and I handed okay. that in. Yeah. On uh, April 1st. Um, we'll have to have you back for the trees because I trees have a lot of energy and a lot of wisdom. I love trees. Yes, and, and, I've, and I've given all the magic for 50 trees in medicine and, and a lot of other areas oh, of wow. life. Wow. In, in medicine and magic and and also how we can um, how they help our planet and what we need to do to help them so uh, i'm so excited about that book it's yeah. coming out next fall so magical trees will be next and the fairies helped me write that too because uh they love trees so it's all part of that and all maybe connected. there will be another fairy book maybe so i don't know Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, you guys, if you know you have a website, can if people want to get in touch with you or check out your books? Absolutely. It's uh, com. Pretty easy. And these are all my books on the wall behind me. So wow. I've written on a lot of subjects and you're just welcome to check them out. Fabulous, fabulous. Hey, you guys, don't forget to check out my website. If you want a psychic reading, you can go to my website and click on the book button. It's nancyyoureout.com. I've got my calendar there and you can book a session with me. I have to just thank you. I wish you were here for another hour. Thanks, Kat, for coming on and telling us your stories. And 
And I'm just excited to, to buy my little fairy door, to be honest with you, and put it out there in my yard. <laughs> I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I can't wait, Nancy. Please let me know how that works out. I'm excited. And thank you for having me. You are a dynamite interviewer. You are so fun to be with. Um, I just enjoy this hour. Thank you so much. And I hope we got some people to really open their lives to fairies. That would be my dream. I agree with you. Okay, God bless. And we'll see you next time, you guys. This is High Road to Humanity. Everyone take care. See you next time. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal